Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 110 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I talk with Lil Roberts of Zindu. Zindu was featured on CNBC's The Job Interview and is a cloud-based bookkeeping and accounting service focused on small business owners. By harnessing technology, Zindu gives accounting teams more time to work directly with clients and their individual business needs. We talk about perspective and how to use difficult times to propel you into your future. Lil shares with us how she spaces people and relationships in her life and how that concept also applies to business. We also talk about the four things that you have to do well in order to excel in business. All right, let's dig in. All right, Lil, can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. Perfect. First of all, right off the bat, let me say thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with me. I know you have about a million things that you could be doing right now. So the fact that you're here sharing your knowledge and experience with myself and the enterprisers is greatly appreciated. Thank you, Elsie. I'm the one that's grateful and humbled to have the opportunity to be on your incredible show and what you're doing for everybody by sharing stories and inspiration and about business. That's just tremendous. Now, I'm super excited to hear your story and to learn more about you and how you got to where you are. And I always start off by asking the question, tell us about yourself. Now, I have a caveat to that. I want to know about you, but feel free to go all the way back. So, LZ, can I get an oh yeah? From me? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. So let's have some fun. All right, I'm going to start out with my history, which is not very uplifting, but I guarantee if you just hang on through this about two minutes and then it's going to get uplifting. So I was born in South Florida and I was born one of five kids. I was fourth in line, four boys and myself. And my dad was an over the road truck driver and my mom was stay at home mom with all the kids. And anyway, when I was 10, I lost my dad to two heart attacks. It was back in the 70s and they weren't as advanced and he was overweight and he smoked and it was a terrible situation. But so most people should really check their hearts and check their health. But nonetheless, he left my mom with five kids 
And by the time I was 24, I was the first one of the five kids, number four in line, that lived past 24. So we were just really dealt a hand of tragedy, of various accidents and drownings and just all kinds of things. And I also lost my only living grandmother. So I was 10 when I lost my dad, 11 when I lost my grandmother, 12 when I lost my first brother, and then lost two more brothers along the way by the time I was 22. So really my first accomplishment in life was living past 24. But as bad as it sounds, it's also what really gave me the foundation to drive me. So we all get two choices in life and we can look at things to the positive or to the negative. And at the end of the day, no matter what comes our way, those are our two choices. Is it a positive situation or a negative situation? And as you can probably tell, Elsie, I'm a glass half full, or actually I'm a glass full, right? So I looked at it, that experience as I'm going to make the most out of my life. And I looked at life is really three parts. It's uh, for me, I'm not, there's many people out there that their life has been gold all the way through. But I look at it as a third of your life is really, really bad. A third of your life is really, really good. And a third of your life is so-so. I got the really, really bad out of the way. And and sure, I miss my family and I miss my loved ones, but I was really young. And so I looked at it as, okay, the really, really bad's out of the way. Let's work on this so-so. And I'm happy to say that I'm into the really, really good now. And it's all about just putting one foot in front of the other. Wow. So talk a little bit about how you get to that place, right? Because a lot of people, when they experience loss, when they experience that level of setbacks and challenges, they give up or they live a life basically in the past in allowing those setbacks and those challenges and those traumas to define their present and their future. How did you get the perspective to use that as the foundation to grow from? That's a really great question. And I'm sitting here thinking about that. And what stands out to me is that my fourth grade teacher, a guy by the name of Mr. Syrian, had shared stories in our class. So fourth grade was right around the time I lost my dad. And this teacher made such a mark on my life that I knew the life I was living was not the way life is. Because I would hear his stories that he would share with the class. And he was almost like a parent in teaching us good and bad and right and wrong and how to just be positive and go out there every day feeling like you can conquer whatever it is you're doing. Don't give up. And I think that it was timely that I had that teacher right around the time that I lost my dad. And not to say that, look, it was very difficult as a child. We were very poor. I went through my challenges, but it, for the rest of my life, I still remember this guy and his stories. And his stories told me, and I can't tell you the details of his stories, but you know what they say, it's not how good the food tastes, but it's how it looks. It's you remember the emotion you feel when you're around people, not necessarily what they say. And it was one of those things that you just felt like the world was bright. And when you get a glimpse of that, and if you can hang on to that, that's what will drive you when the world is not bright, when the world is dark. And that's what it was for me. So if you had to point to one thing, and I know that you have many, what would you say your superpower is? (laughs) That's a great question. Relentless. I don't give up. I do not give up at all. No matter what people say, 
no matter what the odds are, I do not give up. We just won the most amazing international tech conference award. And when we were out of 500 companies, were chosen to be one of the 110 companies that they showcased during this conference. The people said to me that knew about this conference, they said, don't even think you're going to win. It's very political. You don't stand a chance. And I have an amazing team that I work with at our company. And I said to the team, we are going to work so hard that it's going to be so tough for them not to pick us. And I got to tell you, LZ, I'm telling my team this, and I'm thinking, if we can just get in the top five, that's a win, right? And we won it. We won the conference. Wow. Forgive my LeBron James reference, but by the time you folks hear this, we'll be done and over. But I think it's a great principle, right? Because you're talking about what driving that that inspiration, right? That it, that you can't really define, you can't really put a finger on it, but you know it's there. This year, Cleveland, they don't have the best team, and no. but they're in the finals. And yeah. I, I'm amazed by that it, right? I can't put my finger on it, but anybody who has him on their team has a chance. Yeah. I almost feel like, Lil, if I suited up, we would still have a chance to win. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love and, it. To me, and I think everybody calls it something different, but you're so right. For me, I call it faith. I call it that you've just got to believe. I think a lot of people out there want people to believe in them because they don't believe in themselves. And I think it all starts with you have to believe in yourself. And no matter what you've been through, no matter how many people have kicked you, no matter what the, what you've been dealt, if you can believe in yourself, it's amazing what you can accomplish. And you will attract all the right people. LeBron attracts the right people. Good stuff. So if you had to give a couple of specifics, how do you overcome challenges? I'm probably, I'm hard-headed. If you were to ask people around me, they don't know. They say that I make it look easy, which is sweet of them to say that. But how I overcome challenges. I break down the challenge into little pieces. And then I go with what I definitely know that we can control. And we try to make the best we can do out of the things we can control. And that helps get us through. So many people get paralyzed by what they can't control. So while they're being paralyzed and wasting all that time on the things they can't control, everything, all their opportunities are passing them by. Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. eNow Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. If you had to nail down the top, say, two, what would you say your keys to success are? I would say surrounding myself with the right people and the right relationships 
and they're kind of the same, but they're different, right? So surrounding myself with the right people and the right relationships, and then just having an unwavering faith that it's all going to work out to the positive. So I have a question. You said one of your keys to success is surrounding yourself with the right people and right relationships. Now, part of that is when you find yourself with the wrong people in the wrong relationships, getting rid of those. How do you do that? How do you, how do you <laughs> number one, recognize this is not the right person, not the right relationship? And how do you get out of that? How do you say this is not right? How do you do that? All right. I'm going to share with you. And it's uh, ironic that you bring it up. So every year around the holidays, specifically around New Year's, right? Because New Year's, you're closing out a year and you look back and it's a nice way to kind of mark the time. And so every year around New Year's, I think in my life to who are the people that are taking my time and that I am choosing to spend my time with. And I look at that relationship. And if it is a relationship, it may be somebody that may be super wonderful, but they can't get out of their own way. And know that person that calls you every week and they want to talk about the same problem for 30, 40 minutes, and they don't want to do anything about it. And I'm all for helping in every way I can, extending an arm and saying, hey, let me help you, whatever I can do. But if you're not going to meet me and you're not going to do something about it, then I'm not going to cut you out of my life, but I'm going to space you in my life. Because we only have so many hours, so many minutes, and so many seconds and it is up to ourselves to be responsible for them. And I choose to spend time alone than to spend time with the wrong people. Well, I could not have said that any better myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so, LZ, but this year at New Year's, send me an email, all right, when you're taking a look at that. <laughs> Will do. That's really good advice because time is the only resource that you cannot get more of, right? So as a business owner, entrepreneur, you have to be very, very careful how and who you spend your time with. So that's a really important thing to have and to embrace. So thank you for that. You bet. You bet. So we've learned a little bit about you, actually a lot about you, where you've come from, challenges that you overcome, tips to success, your superpower, and how you space people into your life. Tell us about your business. What do you do? So I've done a lot of different businesses. I'll tell you currently what we're doing, and this business will be the business that I spend all my time in for the next three to four years. We're helping small businesses. So we have a cloud-based monthly subscription business that provides bookkeeping and CPA services for small business owners. So as a small business owner for the last 25, 28 years in multiple businesses in multiple industries, I experienced firsthand how the traditional CPA industry doesn't take care of the small business owner and they don't respond to the, in the timely way that you need to be responded to in order to be able to have the financials to get loans from banks and to understand your business. And for me, it's a very passionate mission because this business is one that I have so much fun every day. I have the opportunity to talk to a lot of business owners. I'm not a CPA. I partnered with an amazing co-founder that is a CPA, but is also very, very entrepreneurial and just a great guy. And we are changing. We're reshaping an industry. We're changing the way small business owners are served by the accounting industry and CPAs. It is no longer acceptable to me that on a Friday night at nine o'clock, you can't make a phone call and get to talk to a CPA about your business. 
That's not right. Banks are open 24-7 practically, right? You can call their 1-800 services and talk to somebody. You can go into a branch on Saturday and some banks on Sunday. And yet the most vital thing to the operation of your small business, you're not being served properly. And so we do this all with a low flat monthly fee and we do what I call cradle to grave. So we take care of your monthly bookkeeping, doing the reconciliation and giving your profit and loss and balance sheet all the way through to tax planning strategy and your corporate tax return. And we have a mobile app. So say you're a small business owner and you go in the bank to get a loan. The bank officer says to you, I need your most recent tax return and your profit and loss statement. And most business, small business owners think, oh my God, I got to try to chase down the CPA who doesn't answer my phone calls, who's going to charge me an arm and a leg, and who's going to take two months. And by then I'm out of business because I don't have the money I need. And that's not right. So with our business, and it's called Zendu, X-E-N-D-O-O. So with Zendu, we deliver peace of mind. Open up your mobile app and your financials are sitting right there. Very, very cool. What made you choose this business? So this is going to lead you into a whole nother area of a personal scorecard. So, And I've actually coached a lot of people on the personal scorecard. So I belong to an organization called EO, and I highly recommend it for people that have businesses that qualify for it. So EO is Entrepreneurs Organization. It's a global organization of entrepreneurs that share what's in their head and their heart. So nobody's in anybody's pocket. There's no soliciting. And you're sharing experiences, and you learn from each other. So one of the programs that they have is that you can go to this three-year program of three and a half days a year at the MIT. It's called Entrepreneurial Master's Program, and it's partly sponsored by MIT. It's not an MIT course, but they have case studies and speakers, and you go three years, three and a half days each year. And in that course, there was a book that was presented to us about hiring from Jeff Smart called The Who. And I took that process and I modified it. And it is something that I do that could be another podcast, if you like, LZ, that talks to people about, are they doing the right thing for them? And how do they determine what is the right thing for them? So when I exited my last business, I took my own advice and I did a personal scorecard. And when you exit a business, a lot of people throw opportunities at you. And I stuck, I took everything that was in front of me. I put it against my personal scorecard. and. This is the business. Gotcha. So you mentioned before in your in one of your answers that this is the business that you're going to be operating for the next, I believe you said three to four years. So I think one of the things that people don't realize and or embrace is that the second you start something, it's already ending. So talk a little bit again about that perspective of knowing, okay, I'm starting this, but at some point it's going to end and I'm not only embracing that, but I'm preparing for that. Great question. So yeah, so on this one, the business will go on. So I guess with this, our whole life is about learning along the way of the journey of our life. And if we pay attention and we learn the lessons, then we don't repeat them and what's happened, right? So one of my businesses, I stayed in so long, LZ, I stayed in way too long. And that business was disrupted because of the internet, because of technology. It was a manufacturing business that was in the print space that was a wholesale business. And I stayed in that business because I loved my staff. From coming from such a rough childhood of loss, I loved my staff. And I had 70 
people that were working for me at the height of the business. And because of that, I didn't take the exit that was before me. Along the way, that was a lot more money, four times the amount of money of what I eventually exited the business for. With this business, I may not even make it three years. We have venture capital already looking at the business to invest in it. And this is a business that will disrupt another industry. Instead, So instead of being on the side of the table of disrupting one and just being disrupted, we're going to be part of the change agent to make things better for small business owners. And so I look at it and I say, at, a, at the max, I'm probably three to four years. And that'll be the time that the range should be handed over to people that have far more experience and that can continue to take it to the next level. And far too many people look at their business as an extension of themselves when I've always looked at a business as it's its own living, breathing entity. And you have to treat it that way. The money in the business is not your money. That money needs to stay in the business to take care of your staff. But if the business is doing well, you should be the last person that gets paid. And a lot of people look at it the other way around and they don't separate the business from themselves. And so when the business ends, or anything else in their life ends, they're devastated and they don't know where to go. Same thing holds true for relationships, right? When people look at a relationship that they can't live their life without that relationship, no, you know, one plus one should equal five, not one plus one is just two. And so my perspective on it is, I always look that that in a relationship, I need to be better with that person than I am by myself, or that person's not for me. And with a business, I need to be able to serve that business and the team, the staff of that business better than if they had somebody else. Wow, there's so much there that we could probably do another episode on it. (laughs) So for the purposes of time, we're going to wrap things up. Time certainly does fly when you're having fun. So I just, again, I'm so appreciative to you for taking the time out. But before I let you go, Give the enterprisers an actionable tip to improve their business today. Okay, you got it. The thing to do is that business owners have a strength in, they can do four things, but they do two of these four things really, really well because they're passionate about it. So the actionable item is for the enterprisers to look at themselves and say, okay, my business needs sales and marketing. My business needs vision and strategy. My business needs operations and my business needs financial knowledge. Pick the two areas that you are the most passionate and the most skilled in. And the other two areas, go out and find help and find the best you can to help you in those other two areas. Hmm. Superb, superb advice. Thank you for that. My pleasure. Well, I appreciate your time, Elsie, and I appreciate the enterprisers and would love to talk to any of them if, if they'd like to chat. Find us at zendu.com and it's just been amazing with what you're doing for people out there and spending your time to do that and make this happen. So I thank you. I certainly do appreciate that. Now, guys, you heard that. She just extended an offer for you to reach out to her. Now, I don't know about you, but anytime I have the opportunity to pick the brain of a successful business owner, entrepreneur, I take it. So my advice to you guys, take that opportunity. Reach out to Lil and ask her questions. She is a wealth of knowledge and experience. So take her up on that offer. Guys, I know I say this every single week and I say it every week because it's true every week. 
this was another awesome episode with another awesome entrepreneur business owner. So again, the best way to learn, I feel, is through conversations, through hearing people's journeys, how they overcame challenges and how they are successful and what they did in order to get there. So you got all of those and more in this episode. So reach out to us. Let us know that what we're doing is valuable to you. I want to know that we're giving you guys things that are going to help you grow your business because that's why we exist. We can't do what we do without you guys. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And we'll talk with you guys next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.